I hate to pack on the pants this holiday season. You don't know my life. If I come over to your house to partake in the joy of the holidays, I need to be, you need to roll me out of there like Violet from Willy Wonka, okay? If I don't roll out your damn house after a holiday meal, you didn't do it right. Welcome to the Big Kid Problems Podcast, based on the comedic social channel all about not wanting to be an adult. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill, the writer, creator, and pretty normal human behind the popular Instagram, Twitter, blog, and now podcast, Big Kid Problems. So I've spent the last almost decade making jokes about navigating the adult world. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that no matter what your age is, we all have big kid problems. We're all just trying to figure it out. And you know what? That's okay. So each week, we're going to take a funny yet informative look at a specific struggle or big kid problem, if you will. Then we'll break it down with a rotating cast of comedians, personalities, and experts to actually give us the tools and resources to help us solve our big kid problem of the week. From love and relationships, money, career, physical and mental health, bad decisions, and just general life responsibilities, nothing is off limits. So thank you so much for joining me as we navigate adulthood together. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, hey, welcome back to another week and a specialty holiday episode of the Big Kid Problems podcast. That's right. I think of this week as officially starting the holiday season. And guys, I am so excited for today's episode. It is such a fun one. We have on two hilarious guests, the comedic duo Naomi Ekperigan and Andy Beckerman of the podcast and live show Couples Therapy. They are two real-life comedians who are also a couple. Naomi has been a Comedy Central comic to watch. She's written for shows like Broad City, Difficult People, and HBO's Mrs. Fletcher. She's also performed on Two Dope Queens. That's how I originally discovered her. And Late Night with Seth Meyers. Andy is also a comedy writer who has written for everyone from Pete Holmes to Cedric the Entertainer to Jessica Williams. He's also currently developing a show with Morgan Freeman's company. I mean, guys, these are two epic comedians. Like for anybody who loves comedy, I was just geeking out over the two of them. And together, they are just so hilarious. And we talk about everything from holidays to family dynamics and introducing your significant other into the mix during the holiday season. Because damn, talk about a whole new layer to dating and taking a step further in your relationship. I mean, when you expose them to your entire family or vice versa, go to their family and see what's behind the curtain. I mean, shit starts to get real. We're going to talk about meeting each other's families for the first time, all the things that can go wrong, some holiday pet peeves, and we take a bunch of your listener questions for a true couples therapy session holiday edition. All right. I love this episode so much. I mean, Andy and Naomi had me crying laughing. I wish I could have them on every week. So I just want to hurry up and jump right into this episode. Get comfy and we will be right back. All right, before we get started, I know we're headed into the holiday season, which can be a joyful time, but it can also be a stressful time, especially after the year we all just had. You need stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes, and that's Headspace. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations and an easy to use app. Whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Being overwhelmed, Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. Need some help falling asleep? Headspace has wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your kids. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. And it is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. You guys have heard me talk about meditation before. I mean, I swear by it. I'm I'm someone who has anxiety on the reg and meditation has helped me get that shit a little more under control. And especially when I was first starting to meditate, 
Headspace was a great introduction. Like I love how they guide you through meditations to take the guesswork out of doing it. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. It makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Just go to headspace.com slash big kid. That's headspace.com slash big kid for a free one month trial with access to Headspace full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal that they're offering right now. Head to headspace.com slash big kid today. All right, guys, welcome back to the Big Kid Problem Podcast. I'm so excited for this one. We have Andy and Naomi of Couples Therapy in the house. Welcome. Hey. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's us in a nutshell. Yeah, end Sarah, of episode. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I was just trying to get my energy up because uh, to fight through the insomnia or the this, the uh, anxiety and insomnia I've been feeling. So, oh, you hello, mean- a big hello to everyone. Oh yeah, you mean that twenty twenty that twenty twenty energy you've got? Okay, right. the twenty twenty energy. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Just a blanket of despair. Yeah, pretty much. Right there with you. Right there with you. <laughs> um, well, I'm so glad you guys could be on the podcast together. This is awesome. We're doing a little, you know, holiday themed episode. We're talking all about, you know, especially being in relationships at this time. There's all kinds of questions that come up. Uh, I would love to hear before we before we kind of get into it though. I want to hear a little bit about you guys. I want to hear your like little like meet cute origin story because you guys have been together for a while. Who yes. honey? Over a decade. Okay. Wow. Yes, I would call it more of a meet boring, but... Well, no, I think it was cute in that like, so Andy and I met at UCB Theater, an improv theater in New York. And we were both like, we were put together to perform one night. And so we were just in a, in a group of people and it wasn't like love at first sight, but I was like, oh, he's fun. Would kind you say of. also cute? Cute, but remember, I thought you were much younger than you actually are. Because Andy looks, honey, I don't, it's his moisturizers. He looks so <laughs> I young. got three separate uh, moisturizers. He looks flawless. And 10 years ago, I was like, oh, this kid's 20. And then he was like, no, I'm 30. And I was like, go on. Oh. Um, <laughs> and then we like started out as friends. Also then- good living. You know, I'm an ethical person. Okay, okay. Look at like Mitch McConnell's hands. Right, right, right. Okay, thank you for bringing up Mitch McConnell's hand at every turn. (laughs) Every hour on the hour, I bring it up. So we were friends for like, what, six months? I liked you pretty quickly, but because I was a pretty emotionally um, uh, robotic, let's say. Repressed. No, but my therapist (laughs) says it's uh, it's not repression. My therapist says, I don't know what the word is for it, but it's like my emotions are happening and I'm driving by the emotions. I'm in the backseat of the car and my face and my hands are pressed up against the window and I'm watching the emotions happen. So I'm not pushing them down. <laughs> that is so depressing. I'm not- to be in the back of a car <laughs> with your hands pressed against yeah. the window <laughs> saying, happiness, is that you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or would you rather like another metaphor be like, I'm strapped down like Hannibal Lecter and my emotions are happening outside, which is the better metaphor? They're, neither of them are great. Well, And I think we'll just have to go with the car metaphor. But the point is he took a long time to, I guess, let me know. Yes, that's the... Yeah. Yes. Because I didn't know he liked me. It's risky to let someone know you like them. It's a very risky thing. One of the riskiest. How did you, how did you let her know? What was your move? Oh, it was a, a long, um, <laughs> I would say, um, amorphous... Um, not very uh, good. So here's the deal. <laughs> this is what I thought. This okay. is what I thought was a very clear way of saying I like you. I we were uh, kind of like chatting on, not even chatting on Facebook. Naomi like posted like she lost her cell phone, and she's like, if I don't have your number, send it to me. Or like if I if I'm missing your number, send it to me. Right. Right. I said like because basically like literally my phone lost. And then I was like, if you have my number, send me yours. You know, this is before Facebook was like, you know, 
for crazies. And you can put something like that out there, you know? And, uh, I, re- I remember those days. <laughs> exactly. Like just friends from school, you know? So I was like, send me your number. Right. And so I thought this was unambiguous. Now we had met a couple of times. We had been in a show together at UCB and I thought unambiguous. She's going to know. I want to hang out with her. I said, hey, uh, we should go get milkshakes. Yeah, he wrote like, he was like, you don't have my number, but my, but here it is, is what he said. And he goes, we should get milkshakes sometime. Unambiguous, right? No. <laughs> I think what do you pretty, think? I think that's a pretty strong move. I don't know. <laughs> I thought, mm. I thought I got an inkling, definitely. Like, okay, he's giving me his number. And because he is not a, an effusive guy, I was like, okay, this is something. But, Milkshake? Yeah, milkshake. That's questionable. Like, yeah, I was like, hey, bud. Wait, questionable? <laughs> yeah, because that's a friendly, that's like very friendly, you know? Like, it would be different if you're like, we should go get a drink. But a milkshake means like, I want to, you know. I know. I don't like alcohol. Though, I know, but even if it's not a terrible. literal alcoholic drink, it is something about the word drink that automatically makes it feel like it's nighttime. It's sensual. It's adult lovers. <laughs> yes. Milkshake is like, I'm going to take my niece out for milkshakes. <laughs> uh-uh. I'm trying to redefine asking someone for a dessert. Because look, think about that. You're skipping the meal. Isn't that, isn't that a little forward? <laughs> you know what? There, there's something to this. Because I'm actually with you, Andy. When I was like in the dating scene, I hated going out for drinks like Monday through Friday. I was like... I this is bad for my skin. You know, like I can't, <laughs> I can't do this all the time. So I would actually, people would ask me for a drink and I'd be like, hey, why don't we go get a green juice <laughs> instead? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and that worked maybe one time. And I think the other, <laughs> the other times people were like, actually I'm good, but I, I, mean, I, I appreciate the sentiment. Yeah. Look, you, you can see how, how my skin glows. <laughs> This is the trick. I actually, we might have to, tr- we're going to have to get you back on the podcast and just do Andy's uh, skin routine episode. Uh, I know. So we can get that full download. Um, <laughs> but okay, so clearly milkshakes, milkshakes worked out. You guys have been yeah. together for over a decade. Mm-hmm. And since it's our holiday episode, so when was like the first time you guys did holidays together? Because that's like another huge milestone in a relationship. Yeah, we, I, I, I think well, the first quickly was July 4th. But that's not a real holiday. I mean, it's a holiday. Yeah, but, but we didn't do like... anything. I think it was Yom Kippur. The first holiday we did, right? Because that's September. But did you meet my parents on July 4th? Oh, yeah. We were at your parents' house. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, like, there's a weird, like, that's the first, like, so I know July 4th isn't like when you think of holidays like Thanksgiving or Hanukkah, Christmas. <laughs> I know it's on that, but, like, that's the first time you met my parents. That was pretty quick. That was, like, a couple months in. We were four, Sarah, listen to this shit. We were four <laughs> months into dating, and Andy's like, do you want to come with me to Reading for the long weekend? And I was like, what? Four months into dating, you want me to meet your parents? <laughs> Can I say something? <laughs> and stay with them. We're not just talking like they're coming into the city, let's have dinner. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, do you want to sleep in my childhood bedroom? You know what <laughs> I mean? true. We stayed in the guest room. My childhood <laughs> bedroom had turned into like a cat wonderland. It was full <laughs> of litter boxes and, and storage. And also the bed is like, it's like uh, for like one thin child. <laughs> yeah. But the so point we were in the, I just want to say, we were in the guest room. My parents treated us right. <laughs> Again, remember, I'm in a car. My emotions are happening. And I'm like just looking at them happen from a safe distance. So like in my mind, I'm like, oh, she'll just meet my parents. I, re- I didn't think about like that's like a big thing. You know, I've had, yeah. girlfriends. I've had girlfriends before meet my parents. And I'm just like, yeah, they're just going to meet my parents. Who cares? telling anybody about you until I know you're a real one. You know what I mean? (laughs) Especially staying staying for the weekend is a big deal. Big deal. Yes. Because it's like, and then it was so funny because I literally was like, Andy, did you tell them I'm black? And he was like, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. And I go, no. What do you mean you don't know? Did you say she, her mother is a lawyer like Claire Huxtable. You know what I mean? Did you give him, <laughs> did you give them clues? Did you say she uses a washcloth? What are you telling them to let them know? And you were like, I don't think, and you were like, I think I did. <laughs> Wait, so, I mean, I don't think you did. Yeah. I th- or you must have. I had to have at some point. 
But I was just very nervous. It was going to be like a guess who's coming to Seder situation. Oh, but my I was God. just going to like roll up and they were going to be like, what? But, <sighs> you know, luckily it worked out, except for the part that I went to the, when I went to the emergency room. On the weekend <laughs> of the family visit? Yes. Oh, yes. my God. What do yes. you mean? So what was it? <laughs> Saturday morning, we woke, we yep. woke up. In the guest room, like five in the morning, and I was having trouble breathing. And I didn't, and I was like, and you know, I'm up and I'm kind of coughing and I'm kind Maybe of watching. The cat the- hair, the cat hair. From- <laughs> this, is, this is literally what we think it was. This is what we think it was. But here's the thing, dude. I had never had that problem before. So I had no idea what it was. And I'm like, I couldn't breathe. And so I'm like, Andy, we, you need to take me to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And Andy was, and then you, and of course, again, it's like five thirty in the morning. He's half asleep. He's like, what? I don't know where the hospital is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hasn't been back home. Oh, I've never, I've never had to go to the hospital. Stop bragging. It's like, I've never had to go to the hospital. Can you imagine? And then, and then it was, and then maybe like half an hour into me, like not feeling good, trying to let it pass. The best part, Andy's dad, he like comes into the hallway maybe, or you go to his room. And my, look, Honestly, in my mind, this is what happens. He kicks open the door to the guest room. He's standing there with his like hands on his hips, like his fists on his hips, like a superhero. Big old fanny pack. He is rocking a fanny pack. Before fanny packs were cool again. Right. Right. And this is around his waist, which is also not the new cool way to wear a fanny pack. Uh, And he's like, Get in the car. We're going to the hospital. That's in my mind. I know it was probably just like a, a, a timid knock at the door and just like, do you guys need to go to the hospital? He, no, but he literally, he was like, by the way, he, he does not sound like that. He was fully dressed, dude. In the, he was, I'm talking socks up to the knee. True. <laughs> Fanny pack on. True. And he goes, Andrew, I heard. Neon orange baseball cap. Andrew, I heard coughing. Do we need to go to the hospital? Amazing. That was it. That was, and it was like, yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. (laughs) And on the Saturday morning too, it wasn't like a Sunday morning where you had like time to really get in with the family. Mm -hmm. It's like early on in the weekend. Yep. Ooh. (laughs) It was was like, of all the things I was worried about, that wasn't on the list. Yeah. Going to the hospital wasn't on the list. Mm. Oh my God. Well, that's the thing. (laughs) I feel like like, the holidays is a time where so many people are meeting their significant other's families for the first time and they're going into these weekends. And that's the thing is like, you have so many things that you're nervous about. Yes. And anything that can go wrong, like can clearly go wrong. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. it's wild. Okay, so other than going to the hospital, did everything else like go off without a hitch? <laughs> like any other emergencies? <laughs> um, I think it was good after that because I, I remember your mom was like really nice because she like sent you an email afterwards that was like Naomi's terrific, which mm. I thought was very nice considering my parents are nice people. I know, but I was like. Well, I just felt bad because I remember like your dad worked such long hours and then just spend his Saturday morning like at the hospital, you know, for so long. He was like in the waiting room reading a paper. He went and got us bagels at one point. (laughs) Uh, That sounds like my family. They're like, we're just going to send out bagels. If anything's wrong, just here's a bagel. Here you go. (laughs) So good. It was okay after that. That's good. That's good. And I know, I mean, you always refer to Andy as your Jubu. So, yes, and I know you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned that you went to uh, his family's house for your first like Jewish holiday. Was that your first like Jewish holiday? Doing it, I think so. I've been, maybe I've been to a Seder, you know, because I'm just there for when the food is there, but. <laughs> oh yeah, the worst holiday. By the way, Passover, the worst holiday to go for the food. I'm sorry, <laughs> no. Yom Kippur is the worst holiday to go. I said, why would you bring me to the holiday where I don't eat for 24 hours? <laughs> I was like, that is rude. You brought me to your parents' house to be hungry and not be able to watch TV and not be able to... Hold on. No, 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 no. 24... So Yom Kippur is just 24 hours without food. Then you get to eat whatever you want. All right? Uh, Passover is seven or eight days, depending on whether you're conservative or orthodox or reform or not. Seven or eight days of the worst gosh darn food in the (sighs) history of mankind. I like it's Kugel. All... I like Kugel. <laughs> every Gentile, every Gentile says they like some Jewish food. I like matzah. It's great. It's like, yeah, try eating it for a week straight for your entire life. <laughs> then see how much you like matzah. After one, after one time of doing it, after one time of all, like trying to figure out, like, I guess I'll make uh, 
a matzah peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and it's just like a disgusting cracker mess. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true because I'm actually Jewish and my fiance is not. And so he had like no clue anything Judaism before dating me. And I've been just trying to like ease him into certain things. Like <laughs> we haven't we haven't gone like full gefilte fish yet. Like I'm still <laughs> like hitting him with like Harosa and the good stuff, you know, the good yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. first. You got to give him the good stuff. Well, didn't I... Um, triga filter fish or something, and we have like a picture of me looking very upset, holding the tiniest <laughs> speck on a fork. Yes, for the listener, like, it's, a, it's a ball of ground up carp in like gelatin. jelly, <laughs> in jelly, and I'm like. And I'm just like, literally like, I'm sorry. For people who were chosen, y'all did not choose the right foods. There's no need to put the yeah. fish in the gelatin. Why did our cuisine stop in the shtetl? Why did we stop like creating new cuisine in 1932? And we're like, yep, this is it. Oh, this food that like we can afford on like three pennies. That's going to be the epitome of Jewish cooking. Yeah. That'll make you have, like, that'll make somebody rethink their whole relationship, like eating gefilte fish. It's like, is this really worth it? <laughs> um, what about you? What about the flip side? So what about Andy, the first time that you had to go to Naomi's? Like, for, was this for, like, for a holiday? Let's say for a holiday to Christmas. keep it on Christmas. It would have been Christmas. Wait, was that the one we got disinvited from, though? Was that the first one? I think it was the first one. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I think, so that's 20, we had moved in together. So it was 2012. Yep. and. Because uh, I think the ones before, I just went to my parents for the holidays. Yeah, we were like kind of separate. Until we were living together, it was kind of like do your own thing. And especially for me, I'm very serious about Thanksgiving. It's my one time a year getting those foods. Oh, yeah. So, we didn't even celebrate Thanksgiving together until like 2014 or 15. I literally was like, Andrew, I refuse to do white Thanksgiving. Mm. <laughs> this is my only time that I get to eat yams, mac and cheese, greens, and my mom's stuffing like all on one plate. Yeah. And I can't give it up. So he would go to Philly, he would go to Pennsylvania and I would stay in New York. And then once we were living together, then it was like, well, no, we can't like separate for the holidays. Yeah. Well, I'm vegetarian too. So like Thanksgiving to me is basically just starch. It's like mashed potatoes, rolls, uh, honey, glazed carrots. Right. Uh, I think that's probably that. That's pretty much what you eat. If yeah. someone <laughs> wants to make a tofurkey, I'll have a slab. But, uh, <laughs> but like, so, okay, yeah. So the very first holiday we were going to spend together, we had moved in uh, in 2012. And then we were going to, because like Hanukkah is such a minor holiday, we were going to your mom's house in Jersey yeah, yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. And I think your mom had said, she said no presents. We're not going to do presents, right? Yeah. That, she said no presents, which I was like, thank you. Great. Yeah. yeah we're all adults. I don't know what you get adults. It's so awkward. It's so awkward. I hate it. Well, it's especially like, yeah, that's, I'll, I'll go into that later. Yeah. That's my true. It's easy for kids. You, uh, you get them a transformer. <laughs> you get them, you get them a Ninja Turtle. That's great. They're, they're happy. Uh, uh, for an adult, it's like, now I'm down to like gift certificates to restaurants or like, I donated this money to the wildlife bird fund. Uh, I hope you like birds. <laughs> but uh, so the day of, right? Or the day no, before? No, the day before. So basically, no. So she had said no gifts. Then because my mother can be a little tricky, a little, she'll find, you'll, you'll, you'll be in trouble and not know it. Okay. Mm. You won't know what you did. Right. So then like on the 23rd, I was like, are you sure you don't want any presents? Like be real. And then... On the 24th, she like emailed me and was like, Naomi, if you think, if you can't think to bring anything, then you know what? We shouldn't even bother. Just forget about it. And we were uninvited to <laughs> Christmas. <sighs> um, did you not expect that dark, um, <laughs> that dark um, emotional trauma? Uh, because <laughs> that happened. Yeah. Right. And, so, so ever, you know, Andy had been looking forward to what had been his first Christmas, right? Like he had never done a Christmas. So, but then ultimately we spent Christmas day very Jewish. He was like, don't worry, we'll go get Chinese food and see a movie. Wait, do yeah. we Empire? Yes, we went to get you because I was so sad. I was like, she's so bad at me. And you were like, hon, I know what to do. We're going to do what, what <laughs> I have done every Christmas my entire life. We put on yarmulkes. 
<laughs> no, we so went. So Empire, Empire used to be this great Chinese restaurant. They had a great vegetarian menu in on the what Upper West Side. Yeah, uh, and then we saw a movie. I don't remember. I don't what remember, movie, but, but like you were like, okay, it's come on, we're just gonna be Jewish. So then that was really quite a lackluster. So the year after that, Andy came over for Christmas, and I remember him being. I remember you being very like. So what do we do next? So what do we do next? Like wanting like all these kind of wanting Christmassy things, but again, because we don't have like, you know, I don't have siblings. So, and I also don't have like, you know, nieces, nephews, little cousins. They're not kids around. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, we did decorate a tree, but then Mm -hmm. it's just mostly like sitting down and eating and watching TV. Yeah, I think that's that's like most, (laughs) that's like most holidays at, I feel like at everybody's house is just like watching TV and zoning out in front of your family. You know, that sounds right. It's three days of uncomfortable silence. Right. <laughs> that you fill with movies, which is good. <laughs> like, How do I patch over these emotional issues? Oh, we'll watch a Now I See You too. Yeah, Now You See Me too. Oh, now you see, what is it? <laughs> yeah, we watch Now You See Me Now too. I See Us. <laughs> that, is a, that is a classic. Uh, that is a classic uh, zone out with your family movie. Love it. That must have been a lot of pressure, though, like getting disinvited from the first Christmas, then going <laughs> to the second Christmas. You're like, shit, I better bring a good gift. Damn. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, we bought them a holiday in uh, Cancun. <laughs> I don't know. We, was- but no, we did get good stuff, but then it's just so funny because then this past year, this past Christmas, you know, last, my mom literally, like, she must have just picked up whatever was in the checkout line at Home Goods. Okay, <laughs> I, it, this was the funniest. I mean, it's not funny, but it is like the funniest thing in the world because ever, ever since then we've been very diligent about getting, like, specifically trying to like t- like find a gift that like means something to them, something that, like, specific, something, specific, something, something local, something, something that is like uh, something that is that actually costs money. <laughs> And I can't remember what do we get them, but we like actually her and her husband, we got them something like real. And then we open our gifts and it's like <laughs> it chopsticks. Was, Andy literally <laughs> got, she gave him a pair of Hanukkah socks. We each that got a said, pair of Hanukkah socks. That said, Shalom, y'all. We each got and a pair. And then she, he, she gave us um, chopsticks with our names engraved on them. By engraved, I mean like, you know, someone took like, you know, 30 seconds to like etch our name with like a sharp implement. Like it wasn't yeah, like... it wasn't fancy, fancy. It wasn't fancy. It wasn't <sighs> like someone then, like... But then, Andy, didn't she also give you like hand warmers? Like it was literally just a grab <laughs> bag of random shit. <laughs> like, like you you know the junk drawer in everyone's kitchen? Like she went there, she's like, shit, I forgot. And she like, grabbed a bunch of stuff in there. It was... Andy likes to ski, right? No, I don't... I ski once in my entire life. She's like, ah, fine. Well, if you ever ski again, here's some hand warmers. So... That is... Yeah, that's the... Uh, <laughs> that was Christmas. <laughs> you want some fun stories, right? Not some emotional... No, I'm, I'm here for it. And this is actually a great transition, like going from uh, this to... I wanted to get into Naomi Hates. So this is, well, this is fantastic. And for anybody who is unfamiliar with your show, this is a little segment you guys do where Naomi just talks shit on things that she hates. Yeah, and on our Twitch show, on our Twitch show every week, I come in with something new that I hate. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm never at a loss. I'm never at a loss. Um, it can be anything from not enough noodles in Campbell soup yeah. to the Electoral College. So it's a wide <laughs> swath of things. That is a wide yeah, array. Right. Yeah, that's, um, definitely, well, that's definitely my hate though. Like it, when it comes to holidays is the gift giving. Like I get so yes. much anxiety. And it's yes. like, what does anybody really need? Like when you're giving things to adults, like, you know, like my fiance is like, you know, mom or brother. I'm like, I, you guys like get shit that you want. Like, I don't know. I, there's nothing I can get you that you don't get yourself. Like this is so yeah. awkward. So exactly. Awkward. Well, that was going to be my Naomi hates, but now I think we've covered it. So I'm going to give you something else. <laughs> I'll tell you, not only do I hate getting gifts for anyone over the age of 13, get the fuck out of here. Okay. <laughs> you, like literally, if you are over 13, you need to accept that things don't just come to you in life. Okay. And that, especially with parents, I've known my mother for 36 years. I am tapped out of things to get her. I wish I could go back and just draw her a picture and make a hand turkey and have her put that on a damn fridge. But I'll tell you what I really can't, what else I can't stand. I hate people who try to make holidays healthy. (laughs) Meaning, have you ever been to somebody's house where it's like, 
I'm having a holiday party, but I've decided, like, what's the low-fat, healthy version of everything? You know what I mean? Like, I'm making these, like, low-sugar cookies. I make, And it's not because... Gluten-free stuffing. Yeah, but it's not because they're trying to cater to someone with an allergy, right? It's not like, oh, my mom needs this, so I'm going to make this. It is literally just like, I hate to pack on the pounds this holiday season. Mm. You don't know my life. <laughs> if I come over to your house to partake in the joy of the holidays, I need to be, you need to roll me out of there like Violet from Willy Wonka, okay? If I don't roll out your damn house after a holiday meal, you didn't do it right. You didn't do it right. And you need to tell me in advance, okay? And that's what I did. We're having friends over for Thanksgiving this year. I sent a list. I go, this is what I will be making. If you don't like any, you tell me now. You need to know what food you're getting when you show up, okay? Can you imagine? Have you ever had a low sugar cake? (laughs) Sarah, a low sugar cake is an act of aggression. And I refuse, I refuse to accept it. I refuse to accept it. Have you ever had a dinner salad as your main meal at someone's house? <laughs> I'm livid. The idea of it just, oh, I hate it. And people go around doing this. People go around doing this to, to people they think are their friends. <laughs> I'm done. I'm no, dying laughing. Was. I'm dying Naomi because hits. I'm dying about this because Okay, I made this mistake. I made this mistake. <laughs> wow. Why? The first time I went to my now fiance's family's house for Thanksgiving, I, I just want to preface this by saying I blame him. This is his fault. <laughs> this is his fault because he has dietary restrictions. He told me he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's gluten free. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm trying to be dairy free and whatever. So he was like, you know, my family is Midwestern, like, make an option that like we can both eat so that we can bring it and it's not like weird or whatever. So I brought <laughs> to a Midwestern Thanksgiving like like boiled Brussels, Brussels sprouts. I brought Brussels what? sprouts. What? <laughs> Did you say boiled or broiled? Broiled Brussels broiled. sprouts. I, no. And, <laughs> Was there bacon just, in it? Uh, a little bit, yes, a little bit. Okay. But I'm—I mean, I'm amazed that we 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 made it through this um, <laughs> because his whole family, like, it was so sad because they tried to be nice and they tried to like yeah. eat the Brussels sprouts, and yeah. I could just watch them all individually, like, just taking it and bringing it up to their mouths and like really not wanting to eat it. <laughs> and uh, a house plant that's just filled with Brussels sprouts. <laughs> For sure. For oh sure. But I know I learned my lesson. I'm like, from now on, when you go to somebody's house for the holidays, you don't give a shit about the health factor. You go in hard. You yes. you lean in. You lean in. You add that extra stick of butter. You do it. You make it yes. just taste good. And you don't worry about the health part. So Absolutely not. That is not your job. Okay. Not my job. <laughs> we will all reckon with our doctors and our gods in the new year. But until then... You, and I also think it's always like a safe bet. Like, just bring a dessert, right? Like, to me, it's like when all else, it's like, if I don't know what you're into, what kind of dessert? I would always say a pie. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. you know, who's ever been mad at an apple pie? Who's no ever been, been mad, mad at an apple pie? Who's ever been pie? mad at a chocolate cake? I think chocolate cake is like, well, you know, I don't live for it. I do. I know. But I also think it all just kind of depends. You all know? I want is chocolate cake. If I could live a happy life, <laughs> that was just mozzarella sticks for dinner. <laughs> Chocolate cake for dessert. I think <laughs> I think I would leave this life being like, yeah, I spent it well. You would literally <laughs> never poop. If you just ate <laughs> cheese and cake, well, but I'm saying you would it, never poop. No, 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 hold on. I'm manufacturing a scenario in which this is a healthy option. Oh, way. okay, okay, okay. So right. the world Obviously, is totally different. The world yeah, is totally yeah. different. Food means different things. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, with no, no, you. Yes. I'm with you on the mozzarella sticks. That's my food of choice. That's uh, Andy lives for mod stick. The mod stick. That's all I want. So, so good. Life. Naomi, uh, when I die, put my corpse on a, uh, a a raft made of mozzarella sticks. I want a Viking funeral. Okay, a Viking funeral <laughs> on, and you're on a For, raft. Yeah, a raft sticks. made of frozen mozzarella sticks. And then when you shoot the arrow, they heat them up. It heats up the mozzarella sticks. And, and then put, the raft melts <laughs> as you far as you far out to, fall out to sea. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little shade in there, by Sarah, the way. That was perfect. That was perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> 
quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. I don't know about you guys, but I have been cooking way more than I ever would have imagined this year. And I am so sick of everything I know how to make. So I am really excited to switch it up with Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well easy and affordable. I mean, we're actually really picky eaters in my house. Like my fiance doesn't eat gluten and I try to stay away from dairy. So I love that Green Chef has several different types of meal plans like keto, paleo, and plant-powered recipes to fit different lifestyles. I ordered the keto plan and I love how easy everything is. Like I don't have to run around the grocery store looking for a bunch of random ingredients. It comes with everything I need, including pre-chopped ingredients, pre-made sauces, dressings, and spices, pre-measured out, which is actually a huge time saver. And I don't know about you guys, but especially during the work week, like I tend to switch between the same easy dishes I know how to make. So it's been really fun discovering new recipes and still eating well week after week with Green Chef. So if you want to simplify your dinner routine, give Green Chef a try. Just go to greenchef.com slash BKP90 and use code BKP90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. $90, guys. Like that is huge. Think about all the things you can buy saving 90 bucks. Again, this is a special code just for our listeners. So take advantage. Head to greenchef.com slash BKP90 and use that code BKP90 to get $90 off and free shipping today. Support for the Big Kid Problems podcast also comes from Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-bell grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your man's family jewels. All right, it's holiday season, so it's time to buy gifts for you and your man. So let's talk about Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0, shall we? If you don't know about Manscaped and the importance of trimming, then it's time to hop on the trend. Guys, trust me when I say nobody wants to dig their way through a jungle down there. I mean, my my thoughts and prayers go out to any girl who has experienced a traumatic unmanscaped viewing. It's musty. It's bushy. I mean, I know I like things neat and groomed down there, so I don't think I'm alone in this. That's why this revolutionary company, Manscaped, has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 3.0 is waterproof and has advanced skin-safe technology, aka it reduces cuts on your man's nuts. Right now, you can get their signature trimmer inside their new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. Think of it as a gift he'll actually use. I mean, it's literally everything your man needs to keep him trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. Speaking of smelling nice, the Manscaped Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver products that come in this package keep balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. Think of it like deodorant for your family jewels. These formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free, so you know his manhood is in good hands. And to put a bow on it, the perfect package also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxers that'll keep his junk feeling fresh all day. So get the men in your life the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. It really is the gift that keeps on giving. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BIGKID at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BIGKID. Naughty or nice, this is the number one gift on Santa's list. Hop on the trending sled today. Okay. Well, I want to get into our listener questions because I did put a sticker poll out on Instagram and was... Well, I kind of duped the audience, guys, listening. I'm, I'm kind of sorry. I said, uh, if you have a question for a couple's therapist around the holidays, <laughs> let me know. And so I got... I got all kinds of questions and um you guys are going to you guys are going to help answer. I have an advanced degree in philosophy. I don't know if that's oh. uh and I am very opinionated. <laughs> so I think between the two of us we can really solve some problems. I think you can. And I actually on your on your show, I mean you answer questions all the time. I think you guys give really good advice. So thank oh, you. Thank you. Yeah. Nice Let's jump into our little bag of questions. Okay. All right. So this was a big one. Um, got this multiple times. People asking how to split holidays. 
uh, without upsetting both families. Mm-hmm. Here's something I don't understand. <laughs> uh, why are fa- I okay? I'm just gonna put this out there. Why are families? Why do they get upset? They know, like they've been through it themselves because they got married and then had to split the holidays. Like it's a problem that just like gets handed down. Just get over it. Like the parents, <laughs> in my mind, you should tell the parents like, get over it. We're gonna split it. We're gonna go here one. Like, what's what? Every family probably has like a holiday they like more. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Oh, I'm sorry, I beat you to the punch, baby. I think you go to to, to make it work. You ask your you ask the family like, which are the holidays that you know your family. You know where everybody gathers the most, most where what it means, what means the most, and then that's the one you guys do. Now, for instance, you know Thanksgiving and Christmas are close, and I've never traveled for both. You know, like in general, it's like, oh, I cannot do that back to back. So sometimes you kind of like just pick the one who's far farthest away, right? And then what is the holiday they need the most? Because for some people, it's like Christmas is the only time I get to see all these other family members, mm-hmm. right? So then, okay, then that's the one we do. Yeah, if your interfaith is pretty easy. Right. If you're interfaith, well, then of course, I mean, my God. But then here's, here's the difficult. Our, we're difficult because think about it like this. We are interfaith, right? But you don't want to go to white Thanksgiving. Because yeah, if no. we were interfaith, we would just be like a normal. Yeah, uh, I would couple. go with you to Thanksgiving and Christmas. Right, but no. But now we mostly, we would just do Thanksgiving with and Christmas with your parents and then just visit my parents some other time. Right. Do you have a problem with that? No, oh ever my since God. my what parents... What if we found out he did, Sarah, and this was like, <laughs> this now became a couples therapy session for us and no. answering other people's questions. We used to do Thanksgiving with family friends of ours at their house. Right. And then at some point, all the their, their kids had kids and uh, we didn't. But it, <laughs> but it became too large a family to just be at their house. So they started doing it at this like, catered place. And I'm like, eh, it's not the same anymore. I don't care about going home for Thanksgiving. Right, 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 right. It's not the childhood Thanksgiving that I had. So who cares anymore? I think you just, so that's, the answer is you had to have to decide amongst yourself which one is the holiday is most important, both to you, right? You and your partner, but then the parents. Like, I think my my mom really does like Christmas. Mm -hmm. So I know we have to be there for that because like that's her, the holiday she likes. Like she really, literally like we play the Christmas music. She's got like, um, boxes of decorations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's her time. Like mm-hmm. big old, what are those like the like container store? You yeah, know, giant plastic things. containers. Oh yeah, of ornaments. So it's like okay, that's your time, and we'll do that. And you you have to just decide that. And I think, and then after that, as you said, Andy, the parents have to kind of like accept it. Yeah, your kids are adults now. They have their own families. You're forming a family with yeah. your lover. Exactly. More parents have to get over stuff. <laughs> <laughs> parents have to get over stuff. That's deep. <laughs> What's the next one? You have another good one? Yes. Okay. So let's see. Oh, here we go. Especially for Thanksgiving, because that's just around the corner. Politics at the Thanksgiving table. Do you get involved as someone is saying super triggering inappropriate stuff? Or do you just avoid, avoid, avoid? Wait, wait. Oh, caveat. Well, question. Is it in your own family or if you're at like your partner's house? You know, I read that as at your parents' house, but maybe it's maybe we do both. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we do both because it's very different vibes. What are you going to say? Oh, I say you don't engage and you slash their tires, but maybe you don't interrupt dinner and you just like <laughs> slash their tires, but uh, you know, smash their window with a hammer. I've always wanted to carry around a hammer, Andrew. and then if someone like um, like in New York almost hits me with their car, I can just pull the hammer out and smash their windshield. This is the thought you're supposed to keep to yourself. Oh, is it? Yes. It's an, oh, it's an inside my head feeling. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think, do you say something? I mean, within your own family? Hell yes. And it does, and the, I think the key though, because here's the thing, I, here's the thing. I don't believe that I can change somebody's minds, mm-hmm. but I can sure as shit change how they talk to me. You know what I mean? So the conversation can't be this like impassioned, this is why you're wrong. Because quite frankly, you know, when one person fundamentally like believes one group of people is complaining about nothing, you can't really have a combo, right? Like, okay. Yeah. We're not going to get there. When a white supremacist, let's be, let's be <laughs> real. When a white supremacist believes that like, if you say Black Lives Matter, you're just whining. You can't convince them otherwise. Well, yeah, but it doesn't even have to be that specific. I think also like, 
older people. We've talked about this. Like, because not everybody is a fucking white supremacist. Some people just literally True. feel like life's always been unfair. Why are the young kids complaining? You know right. what I mean? Like, some people just feel that way. And it's like, not great. But like, you got to say, but you can hey, have a conversation. But I'm trying to say, you can act- have an actual conversation with those people. Listen to me. <laughs> not at Thanksgiving. We trying to eat some pie. We ain't trying to get into race relations. So with Thanksgiving, <laughs> you have to say like, you have to be like, hi, all this talk about blank is really ruining my appetite. Can we pivot? Who's watched the new Borat? <laughs> you know, like whatever it is. Like, but you say it and kind of do it like in a cute way, but a way that's very much like, squash this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the only way, you know, especially like if it's not your fam or like, you know, I remember we were dealing with some family members where they were saying something and I go, uh-uh, don't be fucking up the vibe. We were getting along. Like I kind of did that to be like, yeah, start. And then people just kind of like, ha ha. And just if you get a way to pivot, I think that's what you have to do. I, I just don't engage because there's not, there's never going to be a good conversation that comes out of it. Like, I mean, my parents are, are, are like Democrats, right? But I'm fairly far left. I just stopped talking politics with them. Even though we're on the same side of stuff, I just, because it's just fresh, it's even frustrating just to like talk about certain issues. I just don't, I, I don't think anything comes out of it. I don't think you're going to change anyone's mind. Yeah. I think, I think you need to just like pull your phone out <laughs> just play Candy Crush. <laughs> just ignore them because there's that, because also there's a lot of like aggrieved uncles who just want to quote unquote trigger the libs. Yeah. <laughs> if you if, if you react to them, you're just giving them what they want. They, yes. they, they feed right. off they feed off that resentment. Like Darth Vader eating okay. eating the dark side. I, I was I was gonna say that that is actually like a thing. Like I feel like I actually had a boyfriend once like warn me. Like, if that's the thing, if you know you have one of those people in your family and you're bringing your significant over or your significant other over, maybe just give them a little heads up. Like, just ignore Uncle John. Like, he's going to (laughs) start talking. Just ignore him. Because after after he gave me that warning and then like that uncle was like saying all that crazy shit, I was just, I could then laugh. Like, I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, he was right. All right. Not going to engage. Not going to engage. That's true. You're very right. You definitely got to warn people and be like, because the worst part is, right, if you didn't know that about Uncle John, right, and no one was kind of telling you, you'd then feel like, is this some weird test? Like, is the family trying to see <laughs> yeah. how I react to Uncle John? Like, so they, you have to, like, know in advance when yeah. someone's cray. Very true. Well, good luck, guys. Anybody out there about ready to go to Thanksgiving, this is going to be 2020 Thanksgiving is really going to oh be a test. God. I can't even. It's going to, I mean, I can imagine. Like, I always say, like, that's the one good thing, honey, about a black family. We tend to be on the same page. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. One thing, if anything, the one thing I can talk to my mom about is politics, and I tell her nothing about my personal life. You know what I mean? I'm yes. like, yeah, let's talk about that crazy thing on the news. I mean, look at your mom's Thanksgiving. It's, Two black people, a Jew, and a Hispanic man. So, like, it is... Right. You know. And we're all just like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <Pass the> potatoes. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, next question. Okay, this is one I got several questions about, uh, or just kind of, like, getting a long question. So, you know, on one side, how do you feel, if, or how do you deal if your significant other has a family member who just does not like you? And on the flip mm. side, like, or if mm. you just really don't like somebody in your significant other's family? Like, how do you tiptoe around that? Well, uh, your mom's not a big fan of me. (laughs) So, she vacillates between liking me and being disinterested in me. Correct? Is that, do you think that's a... Yeah. uh, I would say, uh, book an extra therapy session that week. (laughs) (laughs) Put on, what I do is like, after a while, I stopped... I was like, I went into it being like, I'm just going to be myself. And then I stopped that pretty quickly. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, what's the skin I'm going to wear? I had to like craft, what's the, what's the character that Naomi's mom can to- tolerate? Yes. What is the, what is the like persona that? She, right. Uh, and so I just put that on where I'm just very like uh, deferent to her. I'm just like, oh yeah, that sounds like a great idea. No matter what it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She just wants She'd you to like, agree with her and yeah. do what she says. She'd be like, hey, we're going to break all the windows in the house. And I'm going to like, okay, sounds good. You must have a good reason for doing this. She doesn't do anything like that. Yeah. Right. Here's the hammer I, I carry around to smash windows <laughs> with. <laughs> I need a break. But like, you know, stuff like, hey, I want you to weed the garden. I'm like, great. I'm on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you do that, but then also like, 
I think them and their people, I don't like. The thing I try to do, though, too, knowing how that dynamic can be, I give Andy outs, you know, as much as possible. Like, he doesn't have to be around my mom with me all the time. You know, I think sometimes people always think, like, we're a couple, so now we have to do everything together. And it's like, there's certain times where it's like, let me go do this family stuff and you stay home. Mm. And I think that's also a gift you can give to your partner of like, I know this might be dicey or I know this person is a pain in the ass or I know you don't like them. You can stay in the house. Oh, there's an idea for a gift, by the way, a coupon that says you don't have to be around my parents for (laughs) this holiday. That Oh my God, priceless. Truly priceless. (laughs) But I think, I think that's the thing. And then like when there's someone who, you know, if you're like, oh, I don't like this member of your family. Norm, I will say. You have just said, I'm not going to be around them again. I was going to literally say, I was like, I was like, I literally was like, I'm sorry. I need you to know that I can't be around them. <laughs> and like literally just told his ass. I was like, Ian, I can't fuck with it. Okay. Yeah. And, I, and I said, yeah, that's fair. All right. Yeah. And it, but that's the thing. Like, hopefully, you know, your partner kind of gets it right and agrees. But it's like, you just have to say that. And then, like, when the time comes, just be like, you know, when it's like, oh, okay, we got to have dinner with so-and-so. It's like, yeah, I don't know what to tell them I'm sick. I mean, literally, you could tell somebody I'm getting dialysis. Every time you have a dinner, just say she's having dialysis again. Why does she have dialysis every, like, three days? Exactly. Wait, you, how long are you supposed to have dialysis? I don't know. Maybe weekly. <laughs> the point is, I'm going to my dialysis. <laughs> I'm not interacting with dialysis them. every couple hours. <laughs> I, Yeah, I think they're... You know, I don't know couples in real life that have this problem. It's mostly like TV couples. But like, I can't imagine someone who's so blinded, like their family member is like, I don't know, dressing up like a Nazi. And their their black wife is like, hey, I don't want to be around the Nazi. And their person's like, what's wrong with them? They're gr-. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> yes, they dress in Nazi regalia. But like, they're cool. He's great at Madden. He has a heart of gold. Like it's real heart of gold. Heart, <laughs> heart of gold. Heart of gold. Otherwise, he's like, a nice guy underneath. Yeah, like that yeah. happens on TV a lot. I don't know about in real, like in real life it, people who are like blinded to their like shitty family. Members. I think it can happen. I think when you know it can, but I just don't know. I'm like trying I, to because I imagine too. There's just a lot of people in life in general. Right? People change, right? So like the person who was like a cool uncle when you were ten. Now you're 30 and you're like, is cool uncle an alcoholic? You know what I mean? Like it changes as you kind of come, you know, get awake into something. And you're like, oh, well, I guess that's awkward. Oh, cool uncle has uh, emotional problems he's never worked through. Oh, I see. (laughs) Yeah, that's why he's so great with the kids. You know, cool uncle. There's a lot of people where I'm like, oh yeah, you were cool when I was seven. Yes, and you never (laughs) changed. And you you never never changed changed and I did. Right. <laughs> so true. I feel like everybody has one of those. I'm like, am I the yeah. cool aunt? Like, is this, <laughs> do I need to reevaluate that? Um, okay. No, I like this. This is all very solid advice, guys. <laughs> okay. Getting into this next one. We kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but gifts. Okay. This is a big question for people because it is, it's so, it's awkward. People don't really know what to do. So I, one of the questions is, okay, because we did get a holiday one. And I think this one is a Thanksgiving question. Do I need to bring a gift if I'm going to his family's house for Thanksgiving? Like, what do people bring for that? I have a good I, answer for this one. Oh, you guys you are stupid. You, you tell me. Okay, a friend of mine gave me this tip and I think it's gold. It is, uh, she told me to bring, you, you buy a nice dish. Like you mm-hmm. buy a nice serving dish and then you bring like a, an item of food that you make. And so you bring that as it, but then it's also like a dual purpose gift because you're like, here, you can oh, also keep, and then you keep the, the serving. serving tray. I don't know. I like that because it is like nice. a gift. Yeah. And it's not yeah. like a wine bottle or something like that. Because that's, that's the other easy option I would say is like right. bring wine or something, but like then it gets right. drinking and then it's gone. So I, right. I got that tip and I've always, I, I think it's a good one. Yeah, that's actually great. That's a really fun one. I think that's very, because it's true. You've got two gifts, something someone ate and enjoyed. And then something to keep as a memory of the food they ate and enjoyed. The other thing I like, though, again, that's not the wine, because it's also like, you know, people are particular about alcohol and some people just don't drink it. And so I hate to kind of bring that to a group, you know? So then my other thing I like, I really do, I'm partial to like a nice flower arrangement. I don't, like the bouquet. I don't like the bouquet you got at the bodega. But if you can get like, for instance, if it's Thanksgiving and you get like that nice, like, deep red, orange kind of like setup, you know? And you can get cute little ones that are maybe 30 or 40 bucks, but they look cute. And then that can go on the table. If it comes in a cute little vase, now you've kept a cute little vase. 
but I like kind of like that look. And then if they like put it on the t- and like they don't have to put it, you know, if they've already set their table and don't want to add something, put it on the side, put it in the bathroom, just a little something. Say a bottle of fancy uh, Italian orange soda. <laughs> you cannot bring five dollar orange soda. <laughs> bring bring like seven bottles of it. Whatever the whatever the like nice money equivalent is for is forty dollars. Is that the what's the price point? As an adult, I no longer know the price point for things. That but was no, okay. We never knew. We never knew the price points. That and is so that is another that's another big question. Is people are like, what is the dollar amount I should spend? on a gift for like someone in my significant other's family. Here's, you know what? I'm going to go with a radical answer for some of this stuff. I say there's not enough communication going on. Everyone's like just guessing at shit. How much money am I supposed to spend? What is it I'm supposed to get? Ask the parents. Be like, hey, is there something I can bring that will help you? Something that will make this better? Something that will make your house nicer? But anyone, I will say most people will say, just you. Don't bring anything. Mm-hmm. Because part of being a host is not wanting your guests to feel responsibility or obligation. But here's what I will do for stuff like parents. Like, so for instance, a really good friend of mine, her birthday was recently, and I like her so much. And again, I hate presents. I'm not good at them, but I just feel like she's been such a good friend to me. I was like, I got to do something, especially in the fucking cocoa in the pandemic. (laughs) So I like messaged her sister on Instagram and was like, hey, I'm trying to think of something. What do you think? And she kind of reminded me. She was like, oh, and I was like, "And and it gave me an idea. You know what I mean? Like it gave me something and I was like, okay, so it's like asking like the person next to the person, like mm. what are they into or what have they been talking about? Well, there you go. So, and that's yes. the way. But then also Andy Arco too, which I still think is very good. We give people often a gift certificate to like their favorite local restaurant. Yeah. You know, a place that they're going to go, which you know that's they go to. That's my go-to for my sister. And mm. our, your parents sometimes too, because it's like, you know, you're going to go. I mean, who doesn't love a free meal? And it's like, a place that you know is they're going to enjoy because they go to it all the time, you know? And I don't mean, honey, I don't mean Fuddruckers, okay? I don't mean Red Robin. <laughs> I'm talking about... She means Senor Frost. <laughs> I mean, like, your nice, like, little restaurant, a hundo for, like, mom and dad, right? And be like, this is for you guys to have a night out for yourself. Cute. I love, I love an experience gift. Yeah. I think those are so much more meaningful. But people yeah. are weird. I mean, some people also like want a thing. I feel like I don't know. Yes. Um. Yeah. It can be. It can be hard. Presents are freaking hard. Presents are the worst. They're I the know. worst. Do you want money? Like, <laughs> it's also like, or it's just like I don't know. I would. It's true. Like for me, like what I love, I love when someone just like for my birthday, I'm like, just take me to dinner. Yeah. Like I love mm-hmm. to. You want? Ex- that's all you actually do want is experiences. You told me that. I, I got her a terrible gift the first, uh, <laughs> her first birthday that we were together. And then after that, I learned. Uh, what was the she, gift? Uh, <laughs> All right. So, so far, the listeners know I'm uh, kind of a weird person, but, <laughs> but normal, like it, within normal bounds of weirdness. Uh, but Naomi likes zombies. She likes zombie stuff. All right. Yeah. And we were, I the think, Walking Dead. I think we were watching things. The Walking Dead. That was like a show that we watched together. And so I got her a compendium of the first 50 issues of The Walking Dead, a big, thick the comic, comic. Book. Um, A very nice edition of it. Yeah. And uh, to see her open the gift and the light in her eyes just, <laughs> uh, just go out as if someone blew out a candle in, no. a, in a dark house. <laughs> to see that was, uh, I never want to feel that feeling again. So I'm <laughs> Did like, I re- no, I said, Oh, did not? <laughs> oh. Did I do that? Like, well, ah. well, what? Like, like, when someone does that, they want you to know. You basically like doing the oh is is basically like condensing like you fucked up into a sound. All right, you know, like, someone who does that doesn't want to actually hide the fact that they're like this. No, sucks. I didn't. Well, look, come on, come on. If you are if you are cognizant enough to make a sound, you'd be like, holy crap, this is great. We have oh been together. We have know. been together for. Here's the thing, too, though. My birthday is in December, so it's also like birthday and Christmas, and it, you know, what I mean, it can be a tough one. I, I mean, hey, I had an uncle who would always be like, "Here's one present for both," and I'm like, I understand. <laughs> and so, like, my thing, like, for a present was like, we. The thing was, we have been together for nine months at that point. Yeah, almost a year. So I think I just expected a little more because of the time we had been together. I was, I believe. Unemployed, or if not unemployed, just freshly employed. I moved to New York right after the financial crash. Oh, no, no. I moved to New York and then the financial crash happened like two weeks later. And so it was like desolation for years uh, in my bank account. And 
that was like a pricey item. So I, I thought it was nice. It is a it is a delicate <laughs> art form of like letting your significant other know that they fucked up on the gift. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like conveying, like you still have to be like, thank you, yeah. but also yeah. like yeah. show your disappointment in like a really like, you know, low key way so that they get it for the next time. You know, like it, it is, exactly. it's tough. It's tough. It is. It really is. <laughs> oh no, I was going to say, but after that I learned and I think all my gifts since then have been uh, home runs. What's the worst gift you ever got? Okay, so I was gonna say my my <laughs> my fiance. One of my, our first Christmases together got me. This is so bad, you guys. Um, <laughs> I was like so excited to like open the gift, and I opened it, and it was one of those tile things. You remember the tile that you put on you like your you put like a tile on your keys or something like that, so that it was like a it would beep or something if you lost it. What? I have no idea. No, I don't. What? This is something you put on something so yep. that you wouldn't lose it. And so uh-huh. I opened it and I was I was equally confused. I was like, <laughs> huh. And he was like, you know, because like you lose your stuff all the time. And I was like, huh. <laughs> I just want to say, I would like to say, do not get people gifts to fix them. That is not a gift. Yes, 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 yes. If you mm. if you see something wrong with someone and you're like, oh, they keep losing their keys, I will get them this gift that uh, so they can find their keys. That's not a gift. That is you trying to fix them. All right, <laughs> that is your that is for you. That's that's because you're like, I'm sick of hearing her talk about her lost keys. Right, I'm sick <laughs> of her. That's that's you. That's selfish. All that right? is a great piece of advice. I think uh, honestly, I think that's awesome. Especially like, don't get them a self help book. You know, oh right. there's like, <laughs> there's a lot of, there's actually, that's actually a really great. I love, I love that. Um, okay. a self-help book with a card that says, this is going to be your year. <laughs> and that just really lets someone know that you've given up on them entirely. Mm-hmm. Pay their, pay their like a uh, health insurance premiums for a month. That's a good gift. <laughs> no, that's a gift. That's a, use. that's a great America gift. 2020. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Last one. Cause I know we are running out of time, but this is a good one for some of our, are people who are, I think, advancing pretty pretty well in life. Um, somebody wrote, first year married and we are tired of running around to spend time with both families. So we decided to host Thanksgiving this year. Oh. Um, hosting. Any tips? Yeah. They just asked. Ooh, we did in LA. We, the first year we were here, we hosted Thanksgiving. And uh, you were cooking up a storm. And this is what I was going to say. Do not be afraid to delegate. <laughs> it is family. And you decide what you want to do with. Like, you make the bird and the stuffing and say, each person bring two sides. That shouldn't be, like, that to me is not, again, it's family. So it shouldn't feel like you have to, like, no one do a thing. I think if each person, and then, like, I think that's the way you have to do it. You have got to. Yeah. I say produce it even further. Like, actually be a producer and say, here's the sides you're going to bring. Here's the recipe. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I want at my Thanksgiving. You're going to help out. (laughs) Be terrible. nice about it. Be, don't be a jerk like I was just now. <laughs> I mean, be nice about it. <laughs> you know, part of being a producer is uh, is being charming. That's true. Or have it being powerful enough to be uh, uh, cruel. So what I am doing, so like this year, for instance, I really, um, because I've done that whole cooking everything and was like, holy shit. And obviously with the pandemic of it all, like dealing with the grocery store, it's going to be a bit cray. I'm only making a couple things and then I'm ordering the rest. You know, mm, like I'm mm-hmm. like, honey, just have them bring me some guy. I said, bring me a bird. I ain't dealing with that bird. I would just take somebody bring. Because here's the thing. I'm not particular about, like, obviously you just have to cook it well, right? Like, make sure it's cooked through. And then I'm just going to cover it in gravy anyway. So someone else do that part. Because the basting, the the stuffing, the tying, the let, no. I'm not a butcher. <laughs> I'm not doing it. But I was like, so someone else make the bird. And then I will do like mac and cheese, yams, mm. mashed potatoes, right? The things where I'm like, I can boil, I can mash. <laughs> and I'm going to just, and I just Honey know glaze that. carrots? Yeah, I'm going to glaze you some carrots. Oh, thanks. I'm just going to do that. Like, I'm going to keep it simple. By and the way. that's what I think you should do. Keep it simple if you are hosting. Two things. One, we're a very egalitarian household. I cook every other day. Naomi cooks on Thanksgiving. That's true. Two. <laughs> that's Two for the listeners, the two, the two friends we're having Thanksgiving with, 
quarantining and getting cocoa tests just so everyone says it. Oh yeah, it's only two people because these are the only two people I trust. Yeah. You know Oh I mean? like, yeah. Two that is another, like, you can come. That's another important point to bring up is I mean, I feel like this year is going to be so weird with like, you know, maybe you don't go to your significant other's family because like you don't want to like potentially harm them. I don't know. Yes. It's weird. I know. It's so weird. Or we were also like, you know, because we're like, you know, LA, obviously it's a bit warmer. It's like, do we take this outside? Do I get a mm. goddamn folding table and put it on the grass? Not a bad idea. So it's like, but just, I think just keeping it small and not overworking yourself is the key to sanity and safety. I love it. I love it, guys. Thank you so much for being on this episode. If people want to find more from you or get some more great couples therapy advice, where can they find you? <laughs> well, Couples Therapy is our podcast. Uh, you can get it on anywhere where you get podcasts from. Episodes drop every Tuesday. You can find us on Twitch every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific time. If you don't know what that is, it's basically like YouTube for live shows. So we do a live show every Wednesday and it's free. You just have to go to the URL. That's it. Yeah. And you just like twitch.tv slash couples therapy pod. Well, come play with us on Instagram. We're on Instagram at couples therapy pod. We're always yelling. I'm at <laughs> Black Dress Comedy. You want to hear me yell about more shit? Come find me on Insta. Andy's at Andy Beckerman on all platforms. <laughs> all platforms. Yes. I know how to brand. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm going to link you guys in show notes for anybody who wants to check you out more. This is so awesome. Thank you guys for being on and happy holidays. Yeah, happy happy holidays, holidays to you. you. Thanks, boo. Thank you. All right. That is a wrap on our little holiday episode, friends. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I want to give a big shout out to Naomi and Andy of Couples Therapy. They are freaking hilarious. And I'm going to link all their stuff in show notes if you want to check them out and get to know them a little better. If you guys are feeling in the holiday spirit, I'm going to ask you to share this podcast, text it to a friend, take a screenshot and post it on your social. Oh, and please, please, Please subscribe and leave a little review. It takes about 30 seconds and it honestly makes a huge difference for this show. I know that there are a ton of podcasts out there. So I just want to thank you guys for tuning in week after week. I am always honored when you choose to spend your hour with me. So with that, our weekly quote comes from the one and only Regina George, because sweatpants are all that fits me right now is my favorite thing to say between Thanksgiving and New Year's. All right. Have a happy Thanksgiving, guys. And I will see you next Tuesday.